This is the Transformation Bros Podcast. Here are your hosts, Jason and Nathan. Hey guys, welcome to episode number 11. Happy Friday. I hope you're having a great week and looking forward to the weekend. Hey guys, great to see you again. Thanks for coming back. Always appreciate you having you here we on do. the show. We really appreciate it. Yeah, I really enjoyed our last episode. Yeah, that was great. Mm. 100% responsibility. Yeah, it's a big topic and it's going to come up over and over again, I can tell. Yeah, because it's such a big one. Yeah. Uh, we were just discussing before this because we, we touched on it just at the end of the last episode about um, some of the stuff, the work I'd done with my father on taking oh, yeah. responsibility for that mm. and looking at certain triggers and stuff and then where they are. So we thought we might just expand on that a little bit because it's uh, it seems like it's pretty common for people not to have a great relationship with their, their parents, especially as they get older. Yeah, that's right. Um I think it's pretty common, actually. You can choose your friends, but you can't choose your family. Yeah. That's how it lives in the world. My brother's got a um, a welcome mat on his at the front of his house that says uh, "Friends welcome, family by appointment only." <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> that always That's makes me laugh. Our other brother, yeah, who we love, yeah, yeah. And we wanted to acknowledge people that don't have parents as well. Yeah, that that's really right. Um, yeah, I think. Uh, Parenting and talking about your parents can be a touchy subject if your parents have passed or maybe you didn't grow up with a parent or, mm-hmm. um, or your strange. parents passed at a young age. So, yeah, we do want to acknowledge that there are a lot of people that this conversation might be hard to listen to or if you don't have parents. And my invitation to you would be that um, you can connect with that parental energy even if your parents have passed on or even if you never mm. knew your parents. Mm. There's still value in this work of understanding their relationship with, with your parents, healing things that happened to your parents. You know, if your parents passed at a young age, even if it, you know, that for whatever reason they, they passed away, forgiving them for leaving you and abandoning you, mm. even if we know it wasn't their fault, they can still be some healing and just actually forgiving them for, for letting go or for, for leaving you rather. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for that. So we want this conversation just to be open and available for everyone. Uh, in terms of relationship with parents, one thing you, you say often, and it really touched me, and I had to sit with it for a long time, but you, this is your parents' first time being this age uh, as yeah. well. Yeah. So we have that natural instinct that our parents should just know what to do and they should be leading us and they should be the parent. But the reality is this is the first time they've ever been in that situation. It's the first time they've ever had a 10-year-old. It's the first time they've ever had a 21-year-old. might be the first time for me. My parents have never been the parents of a 37-year-old before. Yeah, that's right. My mum hasn't. They've had you. (laughs) Yeah, and when you're growing up with your parents, you're actually watching them grow up as well. Yeah, and you're actually watching their experience. Yeah, watching it in real time. And that's exactly me now as I'm parenting. I've never been in this moment with this with these children at this age, and I've never been this age before. Yeah. sounds silly when you say it, you know, like obviously, duh. But I think it's important to recognise that we're right on the precipice of tomorrow, yeah. of the next moment. Something brand new. Yeah, that we get to choose who we're going to be, stringing it back to that, who we're being in any moment. Well, the beauty of transformation is that it can shift in a moment. Mm. It can shift at any time. So no matter how bad you think your relationship with your parents is, that maybe you don't even speak to your parents. Mm. It can all transform in a moment. So as always, we like to start to just give you the invitation. 
how would you like it to be with your parents? What's the possibility you'd love to create? Um, and the natural tendency is to go, well, I just don't want it to be like this. Well, she wasn't so criticizing of me. Yeah. So instead of thinking about what, how you don't want it to like, what would you love it to be? How did you imagine your relationship with your parents could be or how you wanted it to be? Yeah, that's right. And I think it's a great... That was a um, question for you. No, I'm not going to answer that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll get back to that. But it's a great example of transformation as well because uh, we can spend a lot of time settling or um, putting up with our parents, like just managing it. You know, those yeah, Christmas where you eh? go around and everyone's yeah, like, oh, your teeth. don't want to be at Christmas, right? Yeah, that wasn't our family, it. by the way, just putting no. a disclaimer in there. <laughs> <laughs> lots of disclaimers in this one. There would be lots of disclaimers, but... I wonder if you can block your family from listening to a podcast. Yeah, what do you reckon will happen when they actually listen? <laughs> oh, I don't know. No names will be used in no. the making we'll of use this aliases. podcast. <laughs> yeah. This is based on a true story. Names yeah. have been changed to protect the victims. And no one was harmed in the making of this podcast. <laughs> But it's like that's transformation because when you transform that relationship, it's not I'm just still putting up with them and now it's fine. Fine's the enemy of great, as yeah. we know. So for me, there was always a, um, an element of, um, oh, shit, if we're going to be completely honest, um, blame. Like I could feel yep. the blame energy. Gosh, that's going to be the most common. Yeah. And so stuffing that down and interacting without – Letting that leak out was Oof, the goal. Yeah. Like, yeah, can I get through this? Can I not? Sounds so exhausting. When I'm triggered and when they say the wrong thing or they point out that thing again, something like that. Then, So that's transformation, which is what this whole podcast is about, is like now it's just love. I can – it's so different. I can feel their energy. I don't take it personally. I can even say – um to someone we're not going to mention, you know, like, why did you say that? Why did you do that? As an, a genuine genuine question. Genuine inquiry. Inquiry. And then it gets answered and it's never as bad mm. as what it ever was. But mm. when you bring all this baggage and all these misunderstandings and blame, uh, yeah, it only takes a little spark to light And they on. haven't changed. Yeah. Like you, you've been through the transformation and now you're experiencing them as if they've changed. Another Is that right? Yep. Absolutely. Another <laughs> beautiful thing about transformation. No one else has to do it. Yeah. When you transform, and we, we say this whenever we talk about transformation, it shifts the way you experience the world. Yeah. So when you transform something within yourself, it's as if the whole world has yeah. shifted. Yeah. It is easier and more light and seems to agree with you more or you yeah. know, line up with you more. Yeah, and we know this is true because I did that with road rage. Not that I was a, you know, extremely yes, okay, a little bit, but uh, when I shifted my perspective on that, then it my driving transformed. I mean, a hundred percent. So yeah, that's exactly what's happened with my parents. Uh, we are quite hard on our parents. I think. I mean, yeah. it's our parents. I think it would be most people say that. Their parents are quite hard on them. I don't know most people. But I think a lot of people feel like their parents are too hard on them. Mm. But I think we're very hard on our parents. And do you think that's justified? Do you think we have to hold our parents to a higher standard? Well, it's obviously coming from um, from when we were so little. Like They're kind of like God when you're a child. Yeah. There's, that's your example for we, everything. We also need them for survival. Yeah. You rely on those you know, typically your mum, but also your dad yep. to survive. You can't get food yourself. You can't feed yourself. Yeah. You need them. So they, they are good. Mm. Yeah, that's right. So everything rests on them. And 
Well, let me ask you just a, a flip at the other side. Do you think your boys should hold, hold you to a higher standard because you're their parent? Oh, that's a great question. I learned a while ago that my job as a parent is to get them as independent as quickly as possible. Wow. That was, and that's been my goal. Not to have them rely on me, not have them to, you know, believe everything I say, but to look at it for themselves and, and make sense of it. Um, I have to keep bringing that awareness back to myself, but because <laughs> of course, like we're human, we just, mm-hmm. we, we, we forget and we slip. Um, but should they hold me in high regard? Or like hold you to a higher standard? Higher standard. Yeah. It's a good question. Yeah. Um, I had an answer and it's just gone. Well, I'll, I'll fill in some airtime so yeah, you've please. gone blank. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's why I, we do this together. That's right. Gosh, isn't that true? It's helpful mm. to have someone fill in the blanks for us. Yeah. Uh, I think we like you said there's this uh because we rely on them for survival they're kind of god to us we sort of as a young age we we think that they know everything i think we have to as adults as we grow into you know ideally as we become young adults we have to transition into realizing that they're also human so my coach first coach i worked with like six seven years ago he said to me we need to upgrade our relationship with our parents and Mm. it's such a great phrase it's not we don't have to change them we don't have to blame them we need to upgrade this into something new in a lot of cultures a lot of um, tribal cultures they have a rite of passage the child is taken away at 14 or 16 yeah initiation yeah yeah. ripped away from their parents Mm. and gone and taken through a really difficult challenge Mm. to kind of force them into adulthood and then they're brought back and now the relationship has changed they're no longer reliant on their parents yeah it's adult adult rather than child that's right Mm. whereas there's a lot of people it doesn't matter what their age they're Mm. stuck in a parent child dynamic which means the parent says why are you doing that and the child says you're always pointing shit out about me Mm. and Mm. you could be a 90 year old mother you know with a 75 year old son that is still having those squabbles Mm. uh so if we don't consciously go okay we need to upgrade that relationship to adult adult we're kind of stuck in this position where we have this higher standard for them we expect them to get it better we're triggered by them yeah once again it's all over there it's all over there trying to change someone else yeah that's not transformation no that's right just so you know <laughs> we do a whole podcast on what's not transformation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, unless you had something to come back to, I'd like to go into how to start to upgrade their relationship. Well, I guess, um, yeah. The last thing I was going to say was with children, you're their role model. You, they're learning off us all the time. So, who we're being is what we're seeing. Yeah, we can. Um, you mean you're, you're like the voice in their head. That's right. You become the voice in their head. Yeah. The words we tell our children becomes the voice in their head. Mm. Yeah. We all know about that voice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, how do we upgrade? You know, it's a huge topic and, you know, we're not coming from tips and tricks. So whatever we say here is Mm. not something that you can go out and just, um, you know, do a quick hack to suddenly upgrade your relationship. It's going to take a transformation and, and some awareness and some, um, reflection on your behalf to understand who you're being mm, in I relationship to, to your parents. This will be my longest transformation. Yeah. Wasn't it? I wish it was quicker. Do you reckon it's the most, the richest? 
Yeah. Like the longest, but potentially the one that gives you the most. Yeah, because there's so much um, going on in those in that dynamic where it's just not working. Mm. Um, I noticed with my mum, I was sitting at the table one day and I realised I was arguing with myself. <laughs> we were going at it. So the horrible experience was catching up with my mum and getting the niceties out of the way and then we'd get into a discussion about something and then eventually we'd be arguing and it was just horrible because I'd end up leaving and going, what the hell just happened? Yeah. But What did re- just happen? Yeah, what what did happen is if I was pointing the finger, there's three fingers pointing back, we love our little things like that, but um, so she's being stubborn, not listening, not understanding me, and so then I was like, oh, shit, that's what I'm doing. You're being stubborn. I'm not understanding here. I'm trying to get my point across. So you've got these two um, heads going head to head. Mm. Um, and no, there's nothing good comes of that. Mm. I can say, yeah, that the transformation that opens up with this is when you see your parent as just another adult or just another mm. human, mm. that is a crazy sensation, I would say. It's not even a, a thought. It's like a sensation of going, oh, you're just a doofus like me that doesn't really know what they're doing and is, you know, bumbling their way through, trying their best, having a go, messing it up, getting triggered. Mm. Oh, why am I so hard on you? Why do I why do I feel like you know, you should, should be, be getting it better. right yeah. or be mm. better? So once I sort of had that awareness of like, why do I expect you to be so perfect and so good? Because mm. like that I should preface that by saying like I'm quite hard on my parents, I think, you know. I'm very um, hard on how they should be parenting or how they raised me or whatever. I can be really critical, which um, I actually feel really sad about that and a bit embarrassed about it mm. because, um, you know, at the end of the day, my parents still together. I had a roof over my head mm. my whole childhood. I went to a private school. Mm. Um, I know they love me. Uh, never wanted for food. I was there, whatever I needed. All McDonald's toys. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, that's food. Yeah. It comes under the food banner. Yeah. So I think, you know, when I think about, man, this this little triggered little boy can be so harsh and, you know, wear these really critical goggles. Mm. Uh, whereas if I can take those off and slow down and check in, the reality is, you know, there's they were doing their best and, they did a great job in a lot of ways. Does it let Look us off me. the hook? Is that what part of it is? Like if they're not doing it right and, you know, this has happened, blah, 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 does it? it um, if we come back to responsibility, yeah. it's 100% not taking responsibility for anything. Yeah. It's a really, I had this inquiry not so long ago where I was like, what if I took 100% responsibility for my childhood? <laughs> and it's Ooh, like, woof. Jeez. That stretches it, right? Yeah. Yeah, if I think about that, I'd be... I've got lots of blame <laughs> yeah. for this, that, and the other thing and how things went. So Mainly, though, I didn't know. I didn't know. I was always wondering why. That's a place to be responsible. You can yeah. be responsible for not knowing. Right. Like, I didn't know. Yeah. You know, that's a way to actually own it again. Mm. Yeah, that's good. Is that helpful? No. Yeah. I didn't think it was. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I don't. I'm sorry. I was a bit harsh there, but, like, what... How could that? How could I have shifted that? Because that's been a lifelong thing for me. Mm. I don't know what to do, or, or the feeling of always trying to work it out. 
Well, the, I think the way to shift it is you go, so let's say um, you start from a place of blame, which mm. might be nobody told me what to do. Yeah. Nobody was there for me. Yeah. So 100% responsibility isn't saying I should have known because you just said I couldn't have known. Yeah. But it's pulling it back from the fact that I didn't know, making that somebody else's fault. Yeah, right. So it takes yeah. the blame part out of it and, and brings it back over here. Oh, you know what? I just didn't know. And I didn't have any way of knowing. Um, so, you know, I have compassion and love myself around that. Yeah, that feels better. But nobody was ever really doing anything wrong per se. No, no, that's right. Because it's the blame that loses the power. Yeah. And I wonder how many other people had that experience of not knowing, you know, feeling like they didn't know what to do or they weren't told or they weren't shown. That's been a definitely a theory, a thread in my life. Yeah. Me too. I have that one as well. Like I remember going to um, – to high school on the first day and just being so overwhelmed with the experience right and just being like i think if i got to go to high school now i'd be ready you know i think i'm finally ready at 37 yeah. i'm like send me in coach send me in coach yeah. i'm ready i was just running away from the guys the fifth formers trying to um, dunk us in the toilet <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was horrible oh man but there was a whole at high school for me like there was a whole system there was it was a whole thing you know and i think I often, my thought was like, oh, I bet this kid's here whose parents went to the school and their parents, and they know how this works. Right, And they yeah. know, and their parents are telling mm. them this is what you need to do, and they're guiding them. I'm in here just like, you know, like a, like a, just, uh, what do they say? Like a um, blind man in an orgy, just feeling my way around. <laughs> I was going to say a fish out of water, <laughs> but I like your one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, that's interesting. It is interesting um, how to... Because it's fine now at my age now. I, I've, I've got it. That moment's passed, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? Well, you've now taken responsibility, right? Yeah, right. Going, if I don't know something, I'll go and yeah. figure it out. Mm, mm. Yeah. So I think this is this is a good example of being in the inquiry, yeah. isn't it? Of yeah. our parents of going, huh, what's, what's my awareness? What's my pattern? Who have I been being? Where can I take more responsibility? Jason and Nathan. When we're um, talking about, we've t- mentioned triggers a few time, times, but mm. triggers from parents. So what the phrase is that's worked massively for me is learn to love the triggers. So when I feel it, because you know when you're triggered, right, because it's visceral, oh, it's yeah. in your body. Oh, yeah. So why? Like that's the very first inquiry for me is why is this triggering me? Quite often it's a part of ourselves that we haven't healed or that we don't like about ourselves. So, um, you know, maybe dad was being judgmental. Well, I'm not judgmental, surely not. Mm. But yes, I am. So I can have compassion for that and acknowledge my own judgment and judgmentalness. Yeah, yeah. Whereas when we're holding it against people, right? We're never learning. We're not growing. We're not. There's no hope in transforming under that circumstance. That's right. I think a word about triggers too, because triggers is actually a um, a word in psychology, and if we're talking about things like. PTSD and stuff like that. There are actual triggers that send people into really yeah, like shock and returning back to that that's trauma, right. that yeah. deep trauma, Triggering that's right. anxiety attack, and yeah. everything. So the word trigger is actually a real word. And a lot of the times when we say trigger, we're not actually talking about triggers mm. because we're not True. actually. It's not dropping us completely out of control and, and having us break down psychologically. Good point. We're actually just feeling something, and yeah. so I think even that little distinction can actually make it a little bit easier to go, oh, mm. my mum just said that thing to me and, man, it's making me feel stuff. 
I'm yep. feeling anger. I'm feeling my body tighten up. My palms are sweaty. Yeah. I just want to yell at her. I just want to get angry and just, you know, fight straight back at her. Yep. Or hide and, and go away. Yeah. Or and hide. Like, yeah, man, I had do, that one a lot. Yeah. Just do the complete opposite. Get away from the situation. Yeah. 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 That's right. So, yeah, just noticing, oh, um, when, when you say, oh, I'm triggered, it's like, well, you, you just notice what you're feeling. Notice what's happening. Yeah. What's in there? What's causing that? Um, yeah, that's great. It's a, it's, a, I, I can do it now easily, more easily. Yeah, you, you rip through it. Yeah. Because I just like, just had the awareness because awareness obviously is the thing. So as soon as I was feeling that thing, just feel it. Um, I think they say you can feel it in the moment and process it. But if not, go and sit somewhere afterwards and try and bring it back up so mm-hmm. that you can feel it. You got to feel it to heal it. One of our great sayings. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, that's a process that you can use. And try and be back in that moment and maybe deconstruct it or think because it'll be more rational, I guess, the next minute. Do you ever try and communicate that you're triggered or that you're feeling something with a parent when you when this happens? Do you ever kind of say, oh, that's just triggering me a little bit because here's what I'm feeling? Do you ever talk about it in the moment with your parents? Um, if I talk about it in the Our moment, parents? I tie it to myself, like yeah. not as that they're doing something. Easy to make it be a, become a blame thing. Yeah. So oh, I, you'd make, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it'll more more be like, oh, I'm just realizing um, at the moment I'm I'm annoyed and Mm. I'm like trying to figure out why that is. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you're very good at that. Yeah. It's It's really hard to do. I think we have to can't underestimate initially how hard it is to – because maybe to start with, the trigger just overtakes you and boom, and you react and you get angry. Yeah. That's happened to me a thousand times. Yeah, and that was me at the table with mum. Totally. Yeah, totally. But even afterwards, when you're driving in the car and you go, oh, God, I got triggered and I got angry and I couldn't contain it. Yeah. That's the start of the awareness. You might not be able to do it during the, the charge. Yeah. But reflecting on it, that's the start of the awareness. Yeah. And knowing that the outcome is not to tra- to change the person. Hmm. Like, that was my thing, right? Oh, oh yeah. actually, geez, the caveat here, I probably did try. I did have to try and change, so I'd explain to mum, yeah, like, and I'd even explain to her this is happening, so that I was trying to, oh my god, this is embarrassing, train mum into (laughs) not being so triggering. (laughs) Damn it! Where did that just come from? But it's true. But that was a journey that was um, I probably did way too long. And it didn't reap any results whatsoever. Yeah. You just—it's just impossible to get someone to have an awareness around me. You know that's so disempowering. Yeah, and it's quite narcissistic, isn't it? Like yeah. you need to be yeah. this way for me. Yeah, to make my life better. Yeah. So it was that I had to do it do it myself, and and I, I noticed I wasn't listening. I couldn't listen. Like mm. I wanted Mum to be different. Mm rather than just being in her world. And actually the biggest one for me, now that I think about it, was it's going to sound so simple, but it was a moment a couple of years ago where I realized I just need to love mum. Mm. Like it sounds like a tip or a trick, but actually I was embodying that. I could feel that love and it was during that process, but it's the opposite of trying to change her, was actually just love her. Mm. Yeah. Don't know if that seems simplistic, but it was big for me. Well, that's a hard one because it sounds like a nice idea. 
Yeah, that's right. But for me, it was a it had come yeah, and it had come through that work. Not, I mean, if you started with that, oh, all you got to do is love them. Yeah, you know, then it's what does that flat. Even mean? Yeah. yeah, there's no nothing behind it. Yeah, I think in my experience of sharing when I'm triggered or sharing when something's coming up, I think that can create more understanding and mm-hmm. connection mm. especially so you know obviously the whole world knows that my one's perfectionism and that i never feel good enough now we talk about it every week yeah so notice it. if i notice if someone says something to me that's triggering me and i'm getting triggered if i can slow down and go oh um what you said is just triggering my not good enough and it's interesting you all you said was you asked how my business was going but it what it made me feel is like now i have to justify myself yeah, you know, because I I don't feel like I'm enough and that it's going well. So now I'm having to like I feel a bit embarrassed. I feel a bit angry, you know, underneath it that you've kind of, but the, I'm I'm being triggered because I don't feel like I'm enough. Yeah, and, yeah. That, and can you say that? Would you be? Have you tried doing that? Does that? Oh, occasionally. Is that? Yeah, difficult? if I'm really. Yep, is it, it depends on a lot of factors. Still, like I've, I have to be very aware. I have to be in a good space. I can't mm-hmm. be really tired. You know, so. Yeah. It's still challenging. Mm. Um, but what I notice is that conversation might lead to, oh, I, yeah, I wasn't, no, I was just asking yeah, about that. I, I wasn't, sorry, I didn't mean to, you know, upset you, annoy you. And then I can say, yeah, no, that's okay. You, you, you know, you don't know. But now, see, now we're creating connection. Mm. I'm not trying to change them, but they're getting a natural empathy and compassion and understanding like what I'm dealing with and mm. what's underlying my life. So, now we're starting to get connection, you know. Yeah, I think it's really important. I'm not forcing yeah. them to go, never ask me that again. Yeah. I'm just going, oh, just so you know, this is, I'm, I'm dealing with this over here. Mm. I have a little trigger around this and, you know, it doesn't mean you you won't know how to not trigger that. It's mm. my trigger. I'm mm. responsible for it. But just I want to share with you that this is happening. Oh, how many people are walking around trying not to trigger people? Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't work either. No, well, that's a big sort of societal thing now too mm. is like we have to sort of, there's a big movement for like um how can we not trigger not trigger people not offend people not so we're trying to tiptoe around life not ever saying the wrong thing yeah so that culturally that whole group consciousness is not taking 100 percent responsibility no it's putting the blame on everybody else to make you feel okay and you yeah. feel comfortable so that's a hiding to nowhere which would be nice if it worked but it doesn't work no it doesn't work it doesn't work because it doesn't it doesn't give the individual empowerment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there you go. I think this is an intro to the topic. Because yeah. Because it's a, a long, ongoing process. And maybe it's a lifetime process. I think there's always more we can learn about our parents, more that we can learn about ourselves, a deeper level of connection and love we can we can create and work towards with our parents. So it's an ongoing conversation mm. and an ongoing journey, I would say. Yeah, and I, can, I think I can speak for you too when I say that we both like just love our parents yeah, so much. Absolutely, at, you know, from the bottom of our hearts. Yeah, it's not a, it's not a plastic fantastic. No, I feel that. and the, I, I'm always creating the possibility of like just having a really fun, open, connected, mm. loving relationship with them. Yeah, you know, light, yeah. playful, fun, able to share everything. Yeah, um, and I still make mistakes. To be honest, I've, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're perfect. That's We've right. already established that. That's what I want everybody to see. So we've got a question. We, yep, um, question from the audience. This is from one of my fantastic clients who I just adore. And he just asked a simple one. 
what's the biggest <coughs> obstacle or roadblock to transformation? I think oh. it's a really good question. Mm. The obstacle to transformation. Well, first would be what's unwillingness. Um, yeah. You know, like no zero awareness. <laughs> yeah, that would be a massive obstacle because now you're not looking, not mm. even looking for anything. Yeah, and to that I would say not acknowledging what's not working yeah. in your life. Mm. So I see still a lot of people pretending that everything's <laughs> fine. <laughs> you know, who you are saying that it's all working when it's not. Mm. So yeah, transforming is really acknowledging that there are parts of your life that aren't working the way you'd like them to. Mm. Yeah, that's really good. So that's the first part. Then on the path to transformation, because just knowing things aren't working, that's not transformation. No. But we have to, as you know, because you've been a, a good listener, we have to then create a new possibility yep. of what we think You know, we would like in our life to have it work. And that's big. That that's is big. huge. Yeah. yeah. And then... Yeah, you and I have talked about this with people that then refuse to do the work. Yeah, to actually create that transformation, to create the the breakthrough. Yeah, well, it could be too hard or too painful or too disruptive. Um, sometimes it's you know, com- where everyone knows about comfort zones. Yeah, sometimes they've got quite a pull on us. Mm. That's that's takes. And I guess it's okay too. It's okay too. Like mm. I think. Uh, I've been in that situation a thousand times mm, where it's like I, I know my life's not working. I know how I'd want it to be. And I'm just unwilling to actually have a breakthrough in that area. I think there's a good point you make though, because just having the awareness that something's not working, yes. the universe is actually, things are going to shift right? It, like in some shape or form. Sometimes you don't even have to go out and make those big steps. Mm. You can actually just go, Hey, this is not, you know, you just have that awareness. And then what I, what I noticed for me was things would be said or happen and I would go left rather than right because I had the awareness and there could just be little things hmm. rather than this massive big shift that's yeah, going to upset that's right. the apple cart. That's and right. Just, you know, no one's going to understand and even I don't understand, you know, just making yeah. those little Small adjustments. Small corrections. Yep. Yeah. And that's a self, uh, you know, the snowball Is effect. That, to me, it's giving yourself permission to be human, be a little bit human. Absolutely. Yeah. That's a prerequisite for everything that I've learned as I've got older. Yeah, well, my perfectionism has me go okay, you're aware of this shift you want to make, you know your life's not working, but you don't make the change, that's, you know, it's lazy or whatever. So, but actually giving myself permission to go, you know what, I'm just unwilling at the moment and that's okay too. Mm. I'm not in the right space, mm. uh, you know, I'm rightly or wrongly, it's just, mm. it's not going to happen. And no matter how much anyone pushes, it, it won't until yeah. I'm willing. And sometimes I've heard Eckhart Tolle say, um, well, maybe you just haven't suffered enough. Yeah. You know, so sometimes I see it where I go, look, you've just got to go back into the world and really suffer a bit more. Go like, another round. Yeah, go another round of yeah. this part of your life not working to really generate the the desire to actually want to shift it. Um, yeah, I've done that in relationship. I think that's a fairly common one for people <laughs> when yeah. they, you know, like, why am I with the same person or a similar type? Just going another round. Mm. Yeah. So those are good places to look is uh, one awareness. That's uh, a biggie. Two, I reckon. Mm. acknowledging honestly and authentically what's not working in your life. Mm. And then three, are you willing to do the work that's going to actually create the transformation? 
Mm, well done cool great question thank you great question and guys a reminder if you haven't already come and join the art of transformation facebook group you can find it on uh, either one of our facebook pages or you'll see it in the notes uh, in any of these podcast uh, apps below the show you'll see a link to the facebook group come and join ask a question you can ask it honestly and we'll um, anonymously and we'll uh, attempt to answer it yeah and we did a, we um, want to do facebook lives yeah, we uh, live, shoot yeah. the podcast. Shoot the podcast live, yeah. talk to you guys, interact. Yeah, great. we love the interaction. Come join us. Cool. Well, thank you, bro. I love you. I'll see you next time. That was the Transformation Bros with Jason and Nathan. 